Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now that we're basking in sunshine, you'll hear people going around the place saying, God, this heat would kill you. Well, that is literally the case. And on mainland Europe, it's now a recurring feature of summer. Now, we are going to talk to a couple of, uh, of people. First, we'll talk to Paul Downs of Met Aaron about what we m- might expect over the next few days. Afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon to you. Uh, so yeah. t- temperature wise, how high will it get and how long will that last for in this bout of it at least? Well, it's going to start to really build up um, from Friday through Saturday, getting up to the low to mid 20s really in both those days. And then through Sunday and Monday, we're looking to get up into the upper upper 20s, possibly even touching 30 degrees. And again, Tuesday, it looks likelihood they're possibly having another very hot day on Tuesday. But it should all break down again on Wednesday. Right. Okay. Now, why is why are we getting this patch of like there's been previous heat waves in other parts of Europe? We haven't quite experienced them. Why are we getting it so intensively now? Well, as you know, there's been a a lot of um, high pressure built over Europe through much of the summer this year and multiple heat waves there. So uh, it's been kind of kept kept to the east of us for the most part, but. there is a low pressure system that's going to develop off the, the Portuguese coast and that's going to help drive the actual warmer air up towards us. The high will build up over us over the weekend. That'll give us some warm temperatures, like I said, in the mid-20s, in the mid uh, upper 20s. But as it starts to pull in over over Europe and the low pressure starts to, to, to move further north, it'll actually act like a cogwheel to drive the warmer t- temperatures up over Ireland. So it's a combination of both of those um, high and low pressure that's going to give us the exceptional temperatures there through Sunday, Monday and Tuesday possibly. Yeah, generally speaking it seems to be a regular feature now of these 40 degree type heat waves uh, on mainland Europe. Are we we relatively lucky in that regard that we're not experiencing those, you know, uh, as often as they seem to? Well, we're always going to have the influence of the Atlantic around us here, which generally keeps us on the cooler side. Now, the way it's set up this summer, generally speaking, high pressure is built to our east over over Europe. And we've kind of been in more of a a mixed pattern. It's been quite dry overall, but generally we've had uh, cooler temperatures or more average temperatures, should I say, across Ireland. So uh, this, the fact that the, the low pressure is setting up, dragging this warmer air up, the warm air is in place and that's really the difference. It's in place there mm. over Europe for a prolonged period of time and that low is just helping to drag it up to us. Yeah. The, uh, is this climate change? Uh, climate scientists would definitely say that what is happening over Europe and it's been happening in different parts of the world where you're getting these prolonged heat waves or multiple heat waves within the summer is is uh, relative for, for climate change, really. So uh, it's a combination of climate change and then weather as well. That low pressure is, is a weather feature as such, and it's just helping to drag that warm air up. But if it wasn't there in the first place, we wouldn't be getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, but is there any, or is it too soon to say, are, is it stig- uh, statistically significant in the sense of, are we getting more and more of this stuff? Well, generally, we've been seeing more and more extreme events around the world. Uh, extreme heat, uh, extreme, you know, wildfire, leading to wildfire, wildfires and like that. And also on the flip side, uh, extreme flooding and even some severe winter events uh, um, around the world. So as the as climate change um, kicks in and, and increases, you're going to see more of these sort of extreme events um, so, yeah, it's, it's more likely to see them, I do believe. Yeah, OK, so th- this might not be 
uh, the last one of the summer? This may not. Statistically, looking at June and July would be the kind of hottest um, months of the year here. So as we go on towards the end of, of July, it looks like it's going to cool down towards, uh, you know, from midweek next week onwards. And there's no significant signal of another uh, exceptional bout of heat just yet. Um, and as you get into August, the likelihood of reaching these sort of temperatures again starts to, to wane. So um, it's not out of the question, but this looks like probably beating the peak of it so far. Right. OK. As a meteorologist, is, is this like the meteorologists are really excited about these kinds of events? <laughs> uh, it, it's it's uh, it's both excitement and a bit of fear. You know, mm. um, we're looking at different things We're we're potentially having to do with something we've not seen before. Um, you know, our record in Ireland is 33.3 degrees. Um, it doesn't look like getting quite that hot yet, but, uh, you know, we're a few days out and that could change. So I know in, in the UK they're looking at breaking uh, record temperatures there uh, through the same period. So um, it's quite scary when you think of what climate change could bring. Yeah, indeed. And and the temperatures that that you mentioned, and of course, you know, these these projections, it's within a range, I suppose. It, will that depend if, if you're, say, if you live on the coast, on the west coast or the east coast, it, or the south coast, it might, it might be a bit cooler than, say, if you live in the Midlands? Yeah, generally speaking, the, the te- hottest temperatures are going to be in the Midlands or the east of the country. Now, uh, it will be a little cooler near the coast, but unlike previous warm events, maybe this year, um, the extent of the you know mid twenties pushing out to the coast uh, would be would be uh, expected really in, in this in this heat wave. So it's still going to be quite warm along the coasts. Mm-hmm. And and will this can we anticipate? Will this be a dry heat we're talking about, or will there be any humidity there? Well, the wee combination of humidity, especially at night time, those temperatures are going to stay up in the mid to upper, or sorry, the upper teens, really, and possibly even up to 20 degrees in some places. And uh, as the, the the air cools down to that temperature, um, the, there's more moisture in the air and it's going to feel very humid and very sticky at night time. Now, as it warms up during the day, you'll get periods where it does dry out uh, for, for a time, but the night times are going to be quite tough, I'd say. Paul, thanks a million uh, for talking to us. So that was Paul Downs, our meteorologist at Met Air. And so, you know, how are we going to deal with these temperatures? It will require some caution. Professor Anthony Staines is a professor of health systems at DCU. Anthony, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, now, the, uh, can we start with the last thing that uh, Paul was saying mm. there about it's going to be very hu- uh, humid at, uh, or quite humid at night. It'll be difficult to get uh, to get a decent night's sleep. How y- Your temperature at night, is that an important factor in kind of regulating one's temperature in general? Yeah, if you can't cool down at night, you can get into serious trouble. That's not such an issue with the temperatures that Paul was talking about, you know, 30 degrees, 26 degrees at night. It's a major issue as the temperatures rise to the levels we're seeing in the south of England where they're talking about 42, 43. Uh, but for us, we're, we're fortunate in one sense, at least, that we're a small, wet, miserable island off the coast of Europe and it rains a lot. Yes. So we, we do keep cool. Uh, but for, for us, what's going to be count... You know, to put this all in perspective, the, the first really big heat wave in Europe that was studied intensively was 2003, and 70,000 people died. That's WHO's estimate. Mm. That's an awful lot of dead people. 
we're fortunate because of geography and climate. We're relatively protected against it. But as climate change gets worse and worse and worse, you know, the meteorologists and the climate scientists tell us we can expect to see more and more of these. So I think all of us are going to have to be prepared. And people who may be on holidays, if you're on holidays somewhere where you expect a temperature of 30 degrees, 32 degrees, and the temperature is now 45 degrees at, in the daytime and 40 degrees at night, you've really got to adapt to that. And you know, WHO's advice, is, which is pretty much the same as HSE's advice, as the CPC's advice, is keep cool, wear light clothes, stay indoors as much as you can, keep a substantial fluid intake. You should be drinking probably more than you think you need. And keep an eye out for people around you. Keep an eye out for your neighbours. Keep an eye out for elderly relatives or people with chronic illness. Keep an eye out for homeless people. Keep an eye out for children and pets. Because all of these are groups who are more affected by heat than the kind of healthy middle-aged folk. Um, and if you do that, you, you can have a big impact. Certain, not perhaps on deaths, because we don't get very many deaths at all mm-hmm. from heat in Ireland, fortunately. But on significant illness, because you can get quite substantially unwell, even at temperatures of 30, if you don't really know what how to manage it and how to look after yourself. And many people in Ireland would have not much experience of these temperatures at home. Yeah. Uh, so you know, think about what would you do if you were in on a holiday abroad and that was the temperature? Would you go out in the daytime? Would you do all the things you normally do? Or would you shelter in, wear shady, wear light shading clothes, drink lots, maybe have a cold, sh- a cool shower? Those are the kind of things you need to be doing now in Ireland. And if, 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 and the people, I suppose, we, maybe we've, we, something we may have learned from COVID, the kind of cohorts of people that were vulnerable to COVID uh, are equally vulnerable to the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Very much the same group of, groups of people. Yeah. The, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Is there, I mean, is there anything kind of physiological in the sense that Irish people aren't used to these kind of temperatures? But say if you, you know, if you grew up in Italy, you are used to it being a bit warmer. Um, and, you know, is there something inbuilt in people that gives them a wee bit more resistance to heat, depending on where they come from? I, I don't know, but I don't think so. The, the big difference is skin colour, mm. because, you know, you, you, we, we're very, uh, many Irish people have, have very pale skins and we, we, get bad, we can get badly sunburned. And it's especially important mm-hmm. to protect children against sunburn. And you, you, you've probably heard of the Australian programme, mm. you know, Slip, slap, slop, slip on a t-shirt, slap on the sun, slap on the sunscreen, slap on a hat. Um, you know, children get sunburnt very quickly. It can be very painful, very miserable, and it produces a significant risk of skin cancer later in life, not in childhood as such. Yeah. So we 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 need to keep that in mind as well. But we're going to find ourselves now in a situation. Similar to that, you'd find yourself if you went on a holiday in Spain. That's the climate we're talking about. Yeah. And it's going to be very tough for a lot of people because our houses are not built for it. Our houses are built to keep you warm. They're built to keep heat in. 
if you go to, to houses in Italy, Spain, Greece, they're actually built to let heat out because cooling is really important. Very, very few houses in Ireland have air conditioning. And that's probably a good thing on balance because I mean, what air conditioning does is make the outside hotter while it's making the inside cooler. But our buildings are not designed for this kind of weather. So we really need to think, you know, keep your windows open at night if you can, if it's safe to do so. Keep drinking, stay cool. If you, if you got a duvet, wear a lighter duvet, use a lighter duvet, take the blankets off, wear lighter clothes. All of these things make a very big difference to your body temperature, which is what you're trying to control. And if you can keep that under control, if you can keep your body temperature cool, you're in a much better position to cope with the stress of actually the heat. There's a whole other group of issues around people who work outdoors, and that's more for a health and safety issue. Mm-hmm. But employers in Ireland, again, may not be used to it. You know, in a building size in Ireland, 20 is pretty hot. Yeah. What, what do you do when it's 30? What do you need to do for your staff? And the Health and Safety Authority have great advice of what to do. You know, how to make a workplace safe in very high temperatures. How to keep your staff safe. Because if you're carrying bricks up and down a ladder all day, you know, you're generating an awful lot of heat yourself. And if you're not being if you're not being looked after, you're at significant risk of getting heat exhaustion, which is typically severe muscle cramps and the like, uh, but can progress further than that. So the, there's there's messages for all of us. There's messages for people in their houses. There's messages for employers, and particularly for people who work outdoors, or for people who work in hot environments. If you're working in a restaurant kitchen. Now, typically, restaurants obviously work at night, but there are restaurants that work during the day. You really need to keep an eye on your fluid intake. You need to keep the doors and windows open as much as you possibly can to keep the temperature down because you won't be able to cool off by going outside. It may even be hotter yeah. outside than it is inside. Mm-hmm. So and all of these, you know, we're, just, we're not used to this. This is not a crisis for us. No. But with a bit of common sense and a bit of precaution, we can deal with it. Where we want to be looking is in the future. What you know, This is an exceptional event now. What do we do if the temperature is routinely 30 for all of June and July? Which is definitely one of the possibilities yeah. from climate change. Anthony, and thanks. We, uh, we have to leave it there. But uh, thanks very much for uh, speaking with us today. That was Professor Anthony Staines there, Professor of Health Systems at the Nursing and Human Sciences Department in DCU. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. So you heard the advice, stay indoors and enter the cash machine. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.